junior holiday to do just that. Brian and I walked down off the bleachers. We knew it would take time for the boys to settle enough to head back to the locker room and get changed before they were ready to leave, so we patiently waited off to the side. But John and two friends and teammates, Josh Rieger and Josh Sander, beelined straight toward us. I groaned inwardly, knowing what they wanted. All weekend long, John had talked to me about wanting to go to Josh Rieger's house to spend the night after the game. And all weekend long, I downplayed it, because I didn't want him to go. I couldn't explain why. I just had a weird feeling about it. I didn't get ominous feelings often, but when I did, I'd learned to listen to them, because they always meant something bad was going to happen. One time in particular, when one of my older sons, Tom, was a freshman in high school, his football coach showed up at our front door and asked if Tom could join the team on a camping trip. Something about this coach did not sit right with me. He seemed nice enough, but I couldn't shake the uneasiness I felt about the situation, so I said no. Several months later, the coach was arrested for molesting boys. Please, Mrs. Smith, please, can John go? Let him spend the night, please. The two Joshes had ganged up on Brian and me. They knew Brian was a pushover, so they had to lay it on thick to Mama. Can I, Mom? Can I? Everything within me wanted to shout no, to encircle his sweaty body in my arms and whisk him home to safety. From what? I didn't know. But I looked into my sweet boy's big, beautiful, dark eyes filled with excitement. How could I say no to him? They'd just won the game. They were good kids. He'd spent the night at Josh Rieger's house plenty of times. Josh's family were good people. And his parents, Kurt and Cindy, were responsible and attentive. I liked them and trusted them with John. And John loved going over there. I'm sure I'm just being overly protective, I decided. I looked at these 14-year-old boys who stood in front of me, so eager to extend their celebration and have a little fun downtime. Joyce, you cannot be a stick in the mud. You can't be that mom. Mom? John needed an answer. I sighed and nodded, against my better judgment, knowing I couldn't deny that kid something so simple. And sure, I was overreacting to the uneasiness I felt. Okay, you can go. The boys all shouted their relief. Ah, thanks, Mrs. Smith. This is great. We're going to have... Just make sure you're safe. And don't do anything stupid. Ha, I thought. They're 14. They're boys. Of course they're going to do something stupid. Just as long as it's not dangerous, stupid. Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Dad. Make sure you stay in touch, I told him, as Brian and I gathered our coats to leave. I will. See you. He turned and ran back to his team, still celebrating with their coach. True to his word, John texted me later that night to let me know they were having fun hanging out with Josh Rieger's family, eating pizza rolls, drinking soda, and playing Call of Duty. No big deal. I smiled and felt relieved. They were good boys. I didn't know why my spirit had been so troubled about John spending the night over there. Nothing to worry about, I reminded myself. What John failed to mention to me was that earlier that evening the boys had gotten bored and wandered two blocks away to Lake St. Louise, a small lake in the Rieger's neighborhood that they liked to visit. They saw that the lake was iced over, so they got the harebrained idea to walk out onto the ice 
squat down, take a photo of themselves, and then post it on Instagram. The boys were dressed lightly. No coats. John wore shorts and a sleeveless T-shirt. Yes, it was unseasonably warm for January in the St. Louis area. But still, shorts and a sleeveless T-shirt? Had I known about his attire, or, more important, about his ice capade adventure, I would have driven straight over and hauled him home. But I didn't know. Parents so rarely know everything 14-year-olds do, unfortunately. So that night, after we texted that we loved him, Brian and I went to bed, blissfully unaware of anything other than John eating pizza and playing video games. Monday, January 19th, 2015. The next morning passed uneventfully. Brian headed to his job as a corporate media event specialist at Boeing, since the Martin Luther King holiday wasn't an official day off for his company. I fed and petted our dog.